we'll talk a bit about you growing up, life before Cho, because I think that's a side that I don't know about. Mm -hmm. uh, I'm interested to learn more about, and then we can just see where we go from there. Yeah. Um, I've lived in Glastonbury, Connecticut my entire life. I was born there. I grew up there. Um, and then I went to public school my entire life, which was fun. Like I never disliked public school. I liked living in a town that was like 99% white. Um, and that's why like, at least at Cho, everyone considers me to be a little bit like whitewashed is because I have like, my mom is Japanese and my dad is Chinese, but I like we only speak English at home and so it's just I sort of grew up in like a white culture um mm. and then after middle school I really didn't want to leave I really liked it in Glastonbury but my parents were like why don't you apply just to Cho um see mm. if you get in see if you like it um and I was like okay I applied I didn't really expect to get in um and I got in and it was sort of like kind of a last minute decision where I was like, okay, like I'll go to Choate because I got in. Um, and then like coming to Choate was really crazy because it was like the first time there was people that were not white, um, okay. which was weird for me. And it's very different from public school. And I know it's like, I didn't have the same transition as like an international student would, but it was still, it was still different. So what, how would you characterize how different like first public school versus Choate? And second, like you said, you grew up in 99% white background and like seeing more different types of people at Choate. So could just elaborate on those two points. Yeah. I mean, growing up in a town that was mostly white, I sort of grew up being very, not white, but sort of losing a lot of like Asian culture a lot. Um, yeah. and so like, what, what do you think would be part of Asian culture? Like I didn't grow up eating Asian food. I don't know how to use chopsticks. I spoke English at home. Um, I'm not very religious, but we went to church. We celebrated Easter, mm -hmm. um, went to church on Christmas, did big neighborhood block parties for Halloween yeah. and all that stuff. So I, I grew up with a very like quintessential New England suburban family home um so at so like, any point do you think that have you ever, ever thought about that growing up or did you ever feel like you were missing out or anything or do you feel like it was completely fine I honestly thought it was fine like I never really considered myself to be that Asian like I've never been to China my dad has never been to China um and then I went to Japan a few times but I always thought of it as a vacation sort of yeah um and so I never really cared that much that I the only thing that was different was that I looked different um and so it was sort of like very strange coming to Choate and seeing like actual Asian students from Asia so I have really like never met somebody like that um that was like my age so that was a little bit crazy um and I feel like in public school, everybody is very similar because we all grow up, mm. what, like five minutes away from each other. So everyone has the same, essentially the same family background. Um, you know, your town has its own interests and everyone does that. And so at least for me, it was like a, a huge awakening to like meet people, like meet people from Hong Kong. I never, I didn't really, I didn't know where Hong Kong was when I came here, honestly. <laughs> so... 
for math class together. I know, but I I just I didn't really know that much. Almost, um, almost. We were so close in having a four year streak of sh- sharing the same class. I know almost. it was very near. <laughs> yeah, right. We had freshmen. U.S. history. Oh yeah. We have world history. <laughs> world history. Did we have a class last year? Maybe not. Oh, if you count SRP. Yeah. That was the. I, that, you can always count us. orchestra too. Orchestra, yeah, orchestra, orchestra is great. Um, <laughs> yeah, so a bit, a bit more growing up. So you mentioned that um, you didn't want to leave middle school. Um, why, why was that so? Um, I don't know. I just like, I had a lot of friends that I was comfortable with, and I knew. Um, and they weren't necessarily like my best friends that I've like ever had and that I've kept touch with them and stuff. But like, it was just scary to leave in public in private school and boarding school was not something that was normal. Like I always thought that going to boarding school was like something that your parents shipped you off to if you were like a bad kid. Right. Like in a novel. right? <laughs> yeah. So then like I story, was. Yeah. I wasn't even going to be a boarder, but I thought like going to private school and being a boarder was, or like going to a boarding school was going to be really weird. Um, and like, I always grew up. So how, how was your first, first month here as a boarder? It's good. I mean, <laughs> it's a lot more efficient, but I mean. That was very enthusiastic. <laughs> yeah. I can sleep in a lot later. Um, but I feel like as a senior, you don't really have that same like shock of living with people you don't know or anything. So yeah. But yeah, like I, in middle school, I, I really thought that was like, I had always imagined going to like public high school mm-hmm. um, and just having that experience. And so, I don't know, it's not like I didn't want to leave at all. Like it was perfect, but I definitely wasn't like, I have to go to Choate. So what other interests that you had, like growing up like academically or extracurricularly, how did it change? Because I know you came in. No, playing the violin, you you danced, and you were pretty good at math and all that. So, <laughs> how, how how did growing up like? How did you like grow into those interests? I hated the violin. Um, growing up, it was something my mom made me do. I started when I was three. Um, I just, I never really liked it. That sounds I like was... an obviously Asian thing. Yeah. Uh huh. I'm, I'm not even sure that, but that just sounds Asian. <laughs> No, it is. It's so Asian. My mom was like, you're going to play the violin. You're going to go to lessons, um, blah, blah. So, I mean, I did that and I kept up with it and I wasn't horrible when I started show, but I I really didn't like it. Um, I was much more into dance. Like I went to like a classical ballet school before I came here and that was like what I really loved. Um, and so when I came to show, I really thought like I was going to do arts con for dance and I was going to be- I thought dancing. you were going to do arts con Yep. And I thought I was going to be this like prima ballerina. I don't know. Like, it's not like I was extremely good at ballet or anything, but that was like what I really liked to do. So that's what I thought I was going to do at Choke. But Choke dance was very much different. Like, I liked it and I still do a lot of it, but ballet is not like to the same level as I used to do it. And I had to try all these other new things. And so I would say like, my interests in like science even like I never had that before I came here um and like I was like decently good at math and decently good at school but it's not like I was really like 
invested in coming here to do science research or anything. It was just something I like ended up liking somewhere along the way. Very funny thing. Um, so I came in with a very similar mindset. So when I toured Choate, I met Mr. Venturi. I played mm-hmm. the French horn. And then I was very set on just playing the French horn and doing arts con and possibly doing Juilliard. I don't know, but yeah, <laughs> that was my plan. But then mm-hmm. I think after freshman year going to SLS talks, and I was like, um, prop- maybe, maybe not the French horn. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like the struggle with instruments is that you have to, it's a very linear relationship of the amount of time you put it in and how good you get. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I know, okay, I know perfectly well. I'm not that I very and I would have to put in three hours a day just practicing yeah. it every day and preparing repertoire and you can't fail. Like there's musical failures are just like tragic. Like, yeah. like when you fail at all, that, that's just bad. Yeah. So, yeah, and then so I think I think it was during senior. I was like, I probably the orchestra play. Yeah. Yeah, and I think we took a similar path with orchestra out there. <laughs> yeah. Well, mine was more of a dance. I I hated orchestra from the start. I was gonna quit after freshman year. I was gonna quit after sophomore year. Um, well, at least you got it, to go to Italy. That's true. I went to Italy, but I mean, like, I I thought I was going to apply for Arts Con all the way up through, like, the end of sophomore year, honestly. Um, yeah. But Dr. Gal has been my DA student advisor. Oh. So she was the one who's always, like, planted the seed in me, like, do SRP, go to SLS. And I was, like, pretty good at math and science. I mean, at least in the first couple of years. Now my math is kind of terrible. Um, but I was pretty good at it, and it seemed a lot more interesting to me. Like, like you said, music is very linear. Like, doing arts con, I knew exactly what it was going to be like. Do extra mm-hmm. classes, do more practice, and it just didn't seem like, okay, I can do that without being part of arts con. Let me just apply yeah. for SRP and see if I can do it. Yeah. And just to not be miscoded in any way i feel like they're like with music and with like dance and all there's a really fun aspect of expression of like just creativity mm-hmm. and just like playing something musically and just like you know all that dynamic intonation all that there's emotion to it and i feel like i can do that as you said like within the constraints of orchestra rehearsal mm-hmm. um and if you ask me to take a few more hours like every day just for my individual like repertoire i think that's a bit too much i i still like, <laughs> so, like whatever ventry does i'll just express myself through that medium more than exactly like like being the spotlight of the stage for orchestra and all that yeah i remember like seeing eliana as like her she was like the token arts con violin and i not always- annette <laughs> Well, and that was only in our freshman year, you know what I mean? So I didn't yeah. get to see her as much. But I think, like, for me, I was looking at her and I was like, she likes the violin a lot more than I ever do, right? Yeah. And so if I had to practice for three hours, I think I would be a lot more miserable versus she really got something out of having that time. Um, yeah. Anyway, Mr. Ventry thought I was also going to do music arts con, and I was like, uh-uh. <laughs> no. <laughs> I'll be both this in some ways yeah exactly <laughs> we really made it up at selfies yeah, with him. yeah. You like that. 
I so think he liked me you say, well enough. So would you say you would have a greater chance of doing dance com? I think so. Compared. Yeah. Um, do you remember Amisha? I don't know if you Yes. Um, yeah, yeah. Yeah. But her and I were very, very close. Like she was like an older sister yeah. to me for the first two years. Like we did everything together. Um, and she was very interested in dance and she was very good. And I like always admired her and I always like wanted to do everything she did. And so I, I did a lot more dance in my freshman and sophomore year. Um, and then I kind of realized that I liked dance, not because I actually liked dancing, but because I liked the people in it. Um, yeah. And so it wasn't something I was going to quit, but it wasn't like sitting in a dance history class or doing modern or something is not something I like, you know? Yeah. Um, and so I I decided- It's a for the fun aspect. Yeah, I, I thought of it more as like hanging out with my friends rather than actually really liking to dance. Oh God, freshman year. I took black and white photography in freshman year. I, I, I heard bad things of people doing that in the fall. So I steered away from that really quickly. Yeah, (laughs) I know, but doing like the Lightroom, darkroom stuff, I remember thinking that it was like the most useless skill and I was terrible at photography. But I think freshman year was like the year to try a bunch of stuff. I also like think that freshman year was the year where you would like just go into a random study room and just talk to people. Like we would never do that now. Like if it was just a random. Yeah, I did that in the sack. Mm -hmm. Yeah. In the sack, you would just like walk into a yeah, room with a bunch of people. You would just run to the sack or free blocks, dining hall. Yeah. yeah. I and remember so, like, like whenever I had like sleep-ins in the morning, I would just go to dining hall and talk to people. Yeah, like, I know. With the people I with the same too. free block. Yeah, in the sack, just like go in and sit at or go into a study room with people in it. Or at the like lunch table, you would just go and sit at a table with a bunch of people in it. Um, and so like, I kind of miss that because you, you don't know, you can't do that anymore as a senior. I mean, like COVID stops you, but like, if I saw people that I wasn't friends with, I wouldn't go over and I wouldn't go in and like talk to them, you know? And so like, I guess that's like the biggest thing about freshman year that I remember. So looking at the freshmen right now, because I, they hang out like at the sack. Do you see like yourself in it? Or do you think we're, we're different? Like our grade was like sort of different because you see them hang out in the sack. And I, yesterday, this picture I saw was a bunch of people hunching over a table and two of them had sleep pillows on their necks. I'm like, why kid? <laughs> I know. I know. Um, I don't know. Like my brother's a freshman right now. I think your sister is also a freshman. Yeah. Like I see my I saw them talking that day. Really? They're talking? Yeah. Yeah. Oh my God. I don't know if they're friends or not um that'd be funny I don't know I I sort of do like I was very social but I don't I guess I don't remember like the herd aspect as much I see freshmen always traveling in huge huge groups and I think I more found a friend group earlier on so that I stopped hanging out in like the huge herds after a while I think the huge herd uh herd phenomenon existed for the first two weeks of school like during or after yeah. orientation like yeah. people would just like flock men like in groups of like 20 people and yeah. then <laughs> walk back it's just like it was <laughs> yeah no so like it's it's fun to see and it's 
I don't know. Like, I remember just thinking I had so much freedom in freshman year because I didn't have to sit in the study hall room and I didn't, we could go into town whenever we wanted and stuff. Thought of how good we had. I, I think I'm so used to this at this point. It's just like, yeah. No. Do you think we'll ever get back into town? I think yellow, right? If if we get back to yellow, we might be able to go to town. I don't know. I don't know. Full yellow. Wrong. Probably not. The COVID rather, guidelines. Yeah, I'd rather not be able to go into town and have lighter rules on campus. Yeah. I don't know why, but I feel like we both we both are thinking the same thing at this point. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I wish. <laughs> oh God. <laughs> so, what classes did you take in freshman year, and other than black and white photography, that you, you you'd like to talk about? Was it oh. just like contempt and moral religions? No, I took public speaking my freshman fall. Wait, with who? I took uh, I took public speaking with MB, and it was a class of freshmen and PGs and pgs football pgs right yep yep and it was like i was dumb because i didn't realize there were requirements so freshman fall i signed up for public speaking because it sounded cool um Mm -hmm. and it was just like the most random class it was like me and nikki tilden and chris lynn um but it was like i talked so much in that class um, and it was fun, but it was like a really weird class to take as a freshman. I feel like most people didn't do that. Most people took contempt at like at the right time. But yeah, that was a, that was a fun class, and it was like a fun freshman fall like opener class. I think honestly, going to Italy was one of the highlights of my like show experience. I thought that was so fun. Um, and I like that was the first time. I don't know. I feel like I, I didn't like orchestra that much and I wasn't really close with that many orchestra people. But for some reason, that trip was like really fun. And I feel like we all like bonded a lot. Um, I don't know. It was just like fun to go on like a trip, like an international trip with just kids from your school. Um, and I remember we would like all like pile into one Italian restaurant and try to order a lot of food and pay with a lot of cash. <laughs> um I remember do you remember we took a picture of us with like gelato in our hand at that like yes I do remember yeah that was wait that was Rome that was Rome that was Rome yeah I was like looking at pictures and I was like wow Jaden and I really because you had your Instagram account yeah cool food there's just like a lot of memories there and I feel like that was that that was really fun I wish we could I wish we could go again there we just we barely played like on a whole tour I think we played for like three hours and then we just hung out with each other the rest of the time I think we played a bit more you played like three concerts did we yeah three concerts and then like rehearsal that's it and it was it was funny I you know you know the thing that blows my mind is that we went to wait uh which was this town the the violin town with the Stradivari Cremona 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 yes and then we played there, and then that person was like, "Oh my god, this is amazing!" Oh, I mean, we like, definitely were not amazing. It was most standing ovation. I know. I was standing like, "Standing ovation from all the Italian old people." <laughs> yeah, but that was fun. I, I do think that was one of our better performances, but I was just—I was kind of shocked that they thought we were good. 
I know. I know. I was surprised that people even came. <laughs> Every concert, when there was people there, yeah. I was like, wow. people!" And we had posters us. up on. I know. In the streets. Yeah, there were posters <laughs> up. Yeah. I know. Was that, like, was that, was, that was fun. So I, what, what was your favorite memory of Italy? Oh, my favorite memory of Italy? I would say it was probably when we were in Milan. I really liked Milan. that. We went. To, we all went to Starbucks. You remember the Starbucks reserve restaurant? Yeah, we I were s- all- <laughs> yeah. I bought. I bought. I bought my sister like one of those like uh, water bottles with Milan yeah. in it and a bag with, with that. So I always see it, and I'm like, oh, that's where I got it for you. Yeah, I don't know. I was just like, I feel like we all like walked around um, Milan together, and I like that was like the most freedom. I don't know. I just thought it was cool. But I don't know. I there's like a lot of times where we were just like all spending time together. Yeah, I think I remember the, like that night on like we we were on that island called Lido, right? Like oh, next in Venice? to Venice. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Because we couldn't afford to be on Venice, we were on Lido Island. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But but then I I just remember just like I don't know why we were roaming around at night, and then we're just oh. I have a video of you and Andrew dancing. Wait, like, do you still have that? No, oh I don't. God, I think I it's a video. That. I'm not sure if it's a video or a live photo, but then I was just looking through my photos that day because I was like picking for pictures for senior half pages. And then I was like, whoa, Andrew was dancing back then. <laughs> oh my God. Wait, can you find that and send that to me? I remember that actually. Uh, we had like, we had, an, we had the night in Venice to go out and I was with you, Andrew and Claire. And I was trying to yeah. teach Andrew ballet in the middle of the street. Yeah. It was like by this like stupid arcade. Oh my god. I totally I forgot that. about that. Oh my yeah. god. <laughs> like it's it it's it's like it's like stuff like that that I like I have like ingrained in my mind somehow. Like those images. Yeah. Yeah. And oh I god. remember I had I, I wasn't sure if this was just me, but then I had an obsession to find gelato. Mm-hmm. <laughs> me too. Me too. It was so good. I remember Miss Ogre was telling us that we were getting ripped off. Such a mom figure in some ways. I know. I just never see her, but she was definitely one of my like favorite show teachers. Yeah, she's mine too. I feel like she like cared about the students just beyond academics quite a lot. Like yeah, like you remember she did those like uh, stretching exercises, breathing exercises. Yes. Um, <laughs> <laughs> wait was i wait i i did those reading exercises i don't know why i was doing the reading exercises <laughs> i know and then we would sit in the library and she would like give andrew like lectures about his caffeine consumption <laughs> wait he did she did yeah she would always be like andrew have you drank too many cups of coffee <laughs> <laughs> or was that you maybe it was you i don't know i, One of I don't know i don't want to know <laughs> <laughs> yeah i think she was i think she was low-key concerned about both of us yeah you yeah. guys worked a lot <laughs> we we weren't like i don't know why we give up that impression at all funny thing this i i just got reminded of this this morning that i got a concussion in sophomore year really when oh my god you don't remember Wait. this oh this is you, you I, hit your head on the door I hit my head on the door while I was heading towards the library to do the history project at all. <laughs> Wait, what was it on? It was about a topic about, I don't know. It was world history with you and Caroline. 
we did a presentation about- Oh my God, wait, that was you? Yes, yeah. yes, yes. We were going to meet in the library at night and suddenly you texted yeah. me and you said you couldn't come because you hit your head on the door. Yeah. And then you got a concussion. You couldn't do like, you couldn't finish the project or something. And then I got on, no, I think, did you tell me this, that you saw an ambulance coming and you're like, was was that me? <laughs> yes, because the ambulance Because me and Caroline, we were not speaking at all. And I was just sitting in the reading room waiting for you to show up. And so then I was like, yeah, because you had just texted me. And so I was like walking around, like looking for you and suddenly saw that there was like an ambulance right behind the dining hall and you were getting in. <laughs> yeah, that was funny. I was in a rush. I pulled the door straight <laughs> into my head. Like the full force of those dorm doors, which are pretty fireproof. So they're heavy yeah. doors. And it's like, yeah. boom. And I still had a, I still, I had a mark for a while, like on my forehead of the door. Oh my God. I remember I had to email Miss Okra and tell her that you had like gotten a concussion on your way to group meeting. Oh my God. Oh, but Okra always got us donuts, though. She's one of the yeah, teachers that always got us donuts. Yeah. And had fun projects, too. I liked her. I feel like people either loved her or hated her. Like, I, I don't remember most of my classes at show, but then I remember, like, doing reading responses. Weird. With, with Caroline, with Joe Monty. <laughs> oh, that was Hannah. a weird class. It was, it was like, like, Eliza and Al. It was, like... It was like a lot of yelling. Yeah. There was a lot of that was happening at the same time. And I was, I don't know what I was doing. It was because we all thought you and Andrew were geniuses because you guys like sat in the corner and like just didn't really speak that much. And you were always like typing something. And then I later realized that you were always doing other homework. (laughs) (laughs) But like everyone thought you were like aggressive. You really thought that. Well, because you and Andrew would, like, like everyone would be screaming at each other, and you guys would just be, like, typing. <laughs> Funny. Uh, the impressions we give off. I don't even know. Yeah. Funny. That was one class to remember. I have had a lot of classes with you now that I think about it. I don't even know exactly what, but I feel like I've had you in a lot of classes. Yeah. Wait, we, we also share English this term. Yeah. But this class is a joke. <laughs> oh my god, it's literally a joke. <laughs> just a mess. I, I, I wonder. I wonder what Mark thinks about it. Like honestly, I think he just. I don't think he likes to teach it very much, and I think he thinks that we're just a class of like science nerds who are taking this as a requirement. <laughs> oh, but the comp, like, yeah. I, I since fr- sophomore year, because I had him sophomore year. Mm-hmm. I think I went on once in class, and I mentioned like two econ concepts or something in my paper about econ marginal benefit or something like that mm-hmm. and he he just went off at me really <laughs> he just did not like it yeah yeah like, i don't know ever he's don't like ever a, mention that again he's like a nice guy and but i just like his class is so boring Though, like or the recent ones, I think they were pretty self reflective, like yeah. with kind of privilege and all that. Yeah. No, I definitely like this last one the most, but just like the class he runs is just kind of boring. <laughs> oh. Okay. Oh, junior year. Junior year? I would say the 
the highlight of my junior year was just SRP. I feel like SRP just overtook everything. Yeah, spill it, like, all, everything. Everything. Like, I don't know, I was, it was, like, really fun, but it was just a lot of work. Um, and so, like, every minute outside of class, I would spend doing SRP homework. Um, and I feel like y- you get really close with the class, and I don't know, I would say that was, like, I'm really glad I did it. Yeah. I feel like it's the same. It's it's a lot of work, but it's actually very like rewarding in some sense because you feel like yeah. you're doing something else. People you won't normally do it yourself. Yeah. I think that's what oh, it yeah. pushes you to do. Yeah. And it's also like nobody else can do it unless you're in SRP. Like I feel like with the ArtsCon classes at least it was like I felt okay with not doing it because I could take those classes if I wanted to. Mm-hmm. Um but with SRP it was like only we have to do all this like impossible stuff every day. So, I mean, I, I really liked it. So as a quant, as part of the quant group, I, I would like to inquire about the bio class dynamics. So describe a class, like typical class, because I don't know about it. Like what would like a Monday A block, like Monday A block class that we had A block, right? Would yeah. look like from 8 a.m. Okay. 8 a.m. we all come in we have all the same seats um and it was always like sort of split in half because me Nikki Luke and Alan are all like really close friends before SRP started mm-hmm. so we would come in and sort of like start talking and then there was like the other half of the class that like we didn't know as well and they would kind of just like <laughs> listen to us just like argue <laughs> um and then like it depends if we were doing a work period we would like normally get like a worksheet to do about some sort of like biology something or read some paper we would work in partners um and so then we would get randomly assigned a partner but we all just sort of worked with each other anyway or we would do experiments in the lab that was most days for Mondays we would do um an experiment and it was basically Dr. Gell telling us what to do every five minutes because I don't know if you've ever done like you guys did like a plasmid or something lab right but it's like yes there's a lot there's a lot of waiting right you like pipette a little bit of liquid into a tube and then you wait five minutes and then you move it into the centrifuge i don't remember doing that i just remember that we took a pipette and we did water droplets on the lab counter for half an hour doing circles of it (laughs) just practicing how to use the pipette we did that for a week like a straight week but anyway, so we would all do like experiments, um, but there was like a lot of waiting around time after you would like do one step and you'd have to wait 10 minutes. And so like we made TikToks, um, we we just had a lot, a lot of fun and Dr. Gal just listened to us all just talk. Um, and then after like, you know, the passing period between like eight and nine or like eight, yeah. eight and coffee. Or nine and nine, 10. Yeah, we would go, we would all go to Lanthier. And we would get coffee and bagels every day. We would all go. Um, and then we would come back and just do more. I mean, it was fun. Like, we had a lot of fun. We probably talked more than we should have. Um, and we had a lot of group work wa- rather than, like, learning. Not learning, but we always had to, like, teach ourselves rather than Dr. Gell. Like, so how is Dr. Gell as a teacher, do you think? She's good. She's, like, very not stern sounding, but she gives you a lot of work but she sort of like gives you a schedule of how to do things I feel like Hoke 
made you guys be a little bit more independent versus Dr. Gell would give us deadlines for everything. Um, but she was a good teacher. She was very like thorough. Um, and she, she liked to let us just talk, which was nice. And so we would all just talk, 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 talk. (laughs) And then she would just eventually like steer us back in the right direction. Yeah. So I, I, I do remember when we did the switch, I found Dr. Gellick sort of like intimidating. Oh yeah. <laughs> it was like, really she, she, I felt like she was judging me all the time. She's like, what are you doing? Like, no, did you read the instructions? Like I, she didn't say that, but I felt like she was saying that like oh, all yeah. the time. No, she, she definitely was. She is like intimidating. Yeah. I liked how so, I liked doing the it? class. Yes, it was definitely worth it. Um, I liked it a lot. I did this with Kale that day. So I know you did uh, the SLS talk, right? Of 15, mm-hmm. 12 minutes? Yeah. Challenge to explain your research in it. So a condensed version that you probably wouldn't watch that talk. You probably would watch this for two minutes. Explain what your what, what research over summer. What re- Oh my God, two minutes, what research I did over the summer. Um, I basically looked at a bunch of ovarian cancer patients to see what mutations they had and how their mutations affected their response to treatment and their survival rate. Um, And then based on that, based on those trends and mutations of like, I think 500 patients, I figured out which mutation correlates with increased or decreased survival. Um, And so sort of just compiling a big paper of a, a lot of different biomarkers for ovarian cancer patients and what the best treatment would be or what the prognosis should be for each of those types of patients. Um, so yeah, that's basically what I did. I submitted my paper. So, for if I may ask. Yeah. yeah, publication? Yeah, I submitted it two Oh, you, you submitted. Yep. Your review paper? Um, or the research paper. I, it's actually, I think it's a research paper because we found new information, but I submitted that. Um, and so we're going to see, hopefully it gets published, <laughs> but yeah. Hopefully. Fingers crossed for you. Fingers, thank you. So, so what, what is a biomarker? A biomarker is basically what. If you want to explain. Yeah. A biomarker is something that like a doctor will use to determine whether somebody has uh, increase your decreased chance of having cancer. So like a famous one is BRCA1 in breast cancer patients. So BRCA1 is a biomarker, yeah. meaning that if you have a BRCA1 mutation, you have a lot higher of a chance of developing breast cancer. Um, BRCA1 is a type, is it, is it a allele or is it like a certain gene or? It's a gene. It? Yeah. It's a gene um, that's responsible for DNA damage repair. Um, so if you lose the thing that repairs all your DNA, then you're going to get a mutation or a lot more likely to get a mutation. Um, and so biomarkers are really helpful because then when a patient comes in and they're diagnosed with cancer, you're able to see, are they going to respond well or not? Um, but I feel like for most cancers, that's not clearly defined. And so I guess I focused on ovarian cancer and trying to create those same biomarkers for for ovarian cancer. Well, I, I know I'm not gonna get ovarian cancer, but if I were actually <laughs> ovarian cancer, I'll bet. I know I know who it come to. Yes. If you ever get ovarian oh, yeah. cancer, please let me know. 
Yeah, if I know anyone who gets ovarian cancer, it's like, yeah, email Muriel and ask her what <laughs> yes. to do. Yes. Yeah. So how did were, did you always know that you wanted to do research research ovarian cancer, or did you was that like just blind email so many PIs that eventually this one hit? Yeah, actually, so my mom had ovarian cancer in my sophomore year, um, and so. Oh. The, the lady I'm working with is her oncologist. Um, and so like, I always went to her doctor's appointments and stuff and she was always really nice to me. And she has a research lab at Yale, I knew. Um, and so I emailed her, like, I think well, after my mom went into remission, like six months later, that's when I emailed, started emailing her for SRP. Um, and so then she was the first person I emailed and she accepted me into her lab. So that's why I, that's what I did. I think that's one of the most meaningful explanations of the SRP. <laughs> Why did yeah. you do the SRP? I heard. Yeah, and you seem to like it a lot, so that that's that's yeah. nice for you. Yeah. yeah. Is there any reason why you chose your topic or no? Yeah, I just found um, like I just read like papers, and I just found titanium oxide. I could do mm -hmm. so many different types of things. I was like, what, what the heck is this thing that can do yeah. like a bunch of different things? And I was just reading into it. I was like, oh, this sounds pretty interesting. So I'll just do a bit yeah. of research on it. And yeah. so I, I emailed it and, and, and it hit. So then I was just sealed, my fate just got sealed into my research at that point. It was like, yeah. oh, okay, <laughs> let me write, write to this PI about uh, titanium oxide. I didn't know much about it back then. I was like, I just copied some terms from his paper and I'm yeah. like, oh yeah, what is this? What is this? And what is that? And and he was very nice. To me, so then I yeah. got it. That's good. Yeah, I don't know. I always definitely your story feels definitely more meaningful. I remember when I told Dr. Gal that I wanted to do ovarian cancer, and the first thing she said was, "Oh my God, it's so great that your mom has a cancer doctor." And I was like, "Well." <laughs> oh, okay. Your question is, what do I like to do in my free time? Um. I guess in my free time, I like, I spend a lot of time with my friends. Um, I have like a main group of friends that I am always with. And so we order food, we have like game nights, we go on long walks. Um, and so that's been really nice to just have like a pretty solid friend group to like sort mm -hmm. of have um, to lean on. Um, and then I spend time with Max, which is nice too. <laughs> But I mean, I would say that's mostly what I do in my free time is just like spend time with my friends. A similar group of friends. Yeah, I've had essentially the same like main group of friends since my freshman year. Like I've been like very close friends with all of them since almost like the first week of school, which I think is rare. Because a lot of times it seems like like your friends in your first week of freshman year are not the friends that you have anymore. But I've been lucky to have like that that group of friends that like I've liked and I've stayed with. <laughs> you mentioned Max, right? Mm hmm How you guys got together? Okay, actually this is a funny story. So I knew him in history, but I mostly got to know him in math class sophomore year. And I actually sat at a math table with Max and Ryan Cho. <laughs> um, 
in my sophomore year. Wait, so we shared the same math class. Yes. Oh my God, you were right there. You were right next to us, right? <laughs> Sorry, I totally yeah. forgot. I totally forgot. I totally forgot you were in that class. Um, my bad. Wait, so did we share calc as well then? Did we? Did we, did we share calc as well? No, I think just algebra two and not last year. Calc. I don't think so. Algebra two pre-calc and probably spring term of calc. I don't yeah, know. I think so. Anyway, Maybe. yeah, you're right there. Yeah, so because I, I feel I like I've been in every class with you. <laughs> I know. I feel like I've seen you in just so many classes. But anyway, yeah. So I sat with those two, and I I didn't really know them that well, but I became pretty close friends with them. Um, and I don't know. I just became kind of close with them, and I had this like thing with Cho, which was just like dumb. <laughs> um but i I remember a bit about that from italy yeah that was dumb i I was very like elementary school um but i would say starting in junior fall max and i had always been like friends um but we weren't as close and so in in junior fall we just ended up spending a lot of time together like it would start off as like orchestra too yeah it would start off as like doing math homework and then it would be like want to go go to dinner together so that we could like go to orchestra so it was always like because we had classes in common um always a good excuse yeah exactly um and so we just got like really close over the full term um and then we started dating the first day back from thanksgiving break so like the first day of junior winter yeah First day of junior winter. Wow. That's a very, you know, I'm just thinking about my relationship. And <laughs> that's a very yeah. similar time frame. Yeah. Yeah, because yeah. you guys started dating in December too, right? Yeah, December. Yeah. It's called coughing season for a reason, I guess. <laughs> yeah. That's the season. Yeah. I mean, like, it was, it was kind of hard because after we had only dated for like three months and then we had to go into quarantine right yes like, that was bad yeah and Man, so like i didn't we, enjoy that too much no i mean you you definitely had it harder but like you know you're like dating a guy for three months and then you suddenly like you like when we left in march i did not think we were not coming back um so like it was weird to have to like transition everything to facetime but the good thing is that we only live about two hours apart by car, um, and so I was able to see. Be far, him. but it's 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 still it's, it's still manageable. Managed. Yeah, like he came for a week, um, I think in April. Came again in, I think like I would say March through May was like the longest time, where I only saw him like once a month, and then starting in June. I saw him every couple weeks. So, um, oh, like me and Max's parents. Yeah. So my parents, my parents knew I was dating Max even in the winter um, because he was, we were like friends and my mom knew of Max. um, And so then she knew we were dating and they were pretty supportive. Um, And so then when we had to start visiting each other because of quarantine that was a little bit harder but the good thing is that Alan and I live about two minutes away from each other 
um, and Max <laughs> and Alan are close friends. And so the first couple of times Max just went to stay with Alan so that it wasn't too much of like a, oh, he's yeah. sleeping over my house the first time my parents meet him. Um, so I would say like the first couple of times he came, like in April, in June, um, in April, May, June, he would stay with Alan. Um, but after he had met my parents enough times, then he would come and just stay at my house. Um, and I, I, my, our parents met each other. And so I would go up to Saratoga sometimes um, and just stay in, you know, like his empty bedrooms <laughs> at his house. <laughs> but I mean, like, it was nice. Like my parents were pretty supportive. Like, obviously they set a bunch of rules. <laughs> um, but <laughs> like it's it's not too bad and like I feel like since it's been over a year my parents have come to like really gotten to know him and so it's been much easier to be able to see him um and he was a yeah. day student in the fall and so like him and his mom would come to dinner at my my house like every week or something so that is that is very cute <laughs> yeah <laughs> so yeah it was nice and like like it was nice that we didn't have to deal with the like change in time zone or flight to see each other because you know like a two-hour drive is like kind of gross but if you turn it into a couple day trip then it's not too bad yeah I mean long distance is hard I think like you just have to sort of make a schedule or like not make a schedule but sort of come to an agreement about like how much you want to FaceTime and how you want to communicate through your day I feel like in person it's a lot easier to just meet up in your free time um but you definitely had to like balance like figuring out how much to FaceTime or how much not to um and still like I don't know like watching a movie as a date even if it's on Zoom or something like that but I don't know we we haven't had to do like a true long distance I think um, but it's definitely hard, and I feel like going to college, that'll be hard. Yeah. Thinking about college visits, like, the decisions are out of our hands in some ways. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I mean, I think you, I was talking to Laura about this, but you uh, and her had a similar experience to me and Max, because Max and I both early the same place, Max got in and I did not. Um, and so that was like, yeah. that was hard. It was hard to figure out like how to balance that. Um, but I don't know, like it's out of our control. Um, and like once the decision comes, like you can't do anything about it. And so now it's just like the waiting game to see yeah, what yeah. happens next. But it feels like it's going to be forever. I That's know. After like spring break. I know. It's, it's well, so you just long. tell me, right? I know I can't wait anymore. I don't even care. Just I just need somewhere to take me, and I'll go. <laughs> At this point, I can't be picky. Yeah. Yeah. So on camera, what do I like about Max? Yeah. Um, he's very funny, and he's very lighthearted, and I think I can always rely on him to make me feel better or make me laugh if I get stressed because I'm definitely the more like sort of stressed and focused one out of the two of us um and so I just have like a lot of fun with him um 
Yeah, I mean, honestly, like, it's been really nice and easy, and the two of us are very non-confrontational or, like, non-conflict type of people, so it's made it very, like, easygoing, and in some ways, he is, like, the male version of me, um, which is always, which is always nice, um, so, yeah, I don't know, it's just, like, worked really well, and, um, he was, like, my best. You said male version of you. So what does that mean? I don't know. Like we have like a similar like sense of like how much attention we need, how much time we want to spend together. We kind of grew up very similarly. Um, I don't know. Like we just have a lot of like common ground, which I think is why we became yeah. such close friends in the beginning. Um but yeah, it's just been like really nice. And he was, we were really close friends before we started dating. Like he was sort of my best friend in junior fall. And so like transitioning into dating was very easy. You know, like we didn't have to go through like a whole like getting to know you period or anything like that. So. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not sure if it's going to be yeah <laughs> I feel like you and yeah. Laura are very very similar except you guys even had like a prolonged like best friend period yeah it, it was it's kind of kind of ways like yeah since freshman year yeah <laughs> and yeah it just it just took two and a half years <laughs> yeah -ish. yours was like two and a half years we were like best friends for like two and a half months before dating yeah well i think i also wishes to both of us <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah 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 really hope it works i think it's gonna yeah. work work out either way like anyway what happens but then i think there are some ways that are easier than others <laughs> at least yeah. if it's like within driving distance of like that's good yeah I mean, the good thing about Max going to Yale is that it's with the, it's half an hour away from where I live. So, like, my home. So I think, like, worst comes worse. He's not far from, like, where I, where my house is anyway. Um, and, like, he could I go have to. Yeah, I know. He could, he could come and stay. You. Yeah. But the thing is, like, I, w I was deferred. And so it's, like, always like a there's always like a possibility but it's also not there and so like yeah it's it's hard but I'm sure you understand <laughs> yeah I went through a lot of like wrestling and just like trying to deal with this and how do I cope with this like what should yeah. my next step speed is like should I even apply to some schools that I know I don't really want to go to yeah <laughs> like, yeah and yeah. it's also I mean, like it's a balance a between like I don't want to pick a college just to be close to him, but it's also like, yeah, I know different. I'll be, it'll be a lot harder at some places that are a flight away versus ones that are car, like a Yeah, like for example, car. being on the other side of the coast, yeah. on the other coast, yeah. that is going to be tough. Yeah. Yeah. If that's I just mean, a plane ride away, that's like half a day of traveling. Yeah. I mean, I, the farthest I have is Northwestern, I think. I didn't do any West Coast. 
Yeah. So Evanston, Illinois. Evanston, yeah. A couple hours late. That's the farthest I have. Most of mine are in New England. But even like, what's like Cornell, right? Cornell yeah. to Connecticut is still what? Like six hour drive. So it's, it's, it's not, yeah. I like how we'll we see. both have these numbers like in, in on top yeah. of our heads. <laughs> like your one numbers like, actually matter. Yeah, I've mapped everywhere. I don't know, so we'll see. I just, like one of the ways that it's possible to just fly out Friday afternoon, like where and then over the weekend. I think that isn't too bad. Yeah, it's not too bad, but it's also like when you're in college it'll be hard to just leave for a weekend and maybe like potentially miss life, on your own college experience and so I think like that's definitely going to be such a hurdle to overcome um we'll see I, we'll... have a tough you have a tough yeah it sucks I don't to even know what to do about this yeah I know it doesn't it suck to be the one who like it's not like it's not like it's on our shoulders but it's like we're the ones who are like unknown like i don't know where i'm going <laughs> so what to us yeah we'll see so it was great talking to you oh i know it was it was fun to like not like reminisce and just like think about the last four years and realize how many classes this- we've had together <laughs> Yeah, I, we should have an official tally of Alj 2, U.S. history, pre-calc, world history. That's, that's US four. U.S. history. World history, history, U.S. history, pre-calc. Yeah, I, I counted that already. Um, and and English. <laughs> yep, five classes. Wow. And, and like four years of my year stuff. Long classes as well. Yeah. Yeah, it's not like one. Pretty yeah. insane. Like, sort of SRP and then sort of orchestra, too. That's cool. You know. So, um, so to end, uh, what is what is a cho- memorable experience that you, you've had? Like, name or three. Just make for yourself to think about it. A memorable cho- memorable cho- experience? I think a memorable trip. Maybe on a long walk or something like that. Oh. Yeah. I think one that I remember a lot is my friends and I all dressed up for a sack dance in the beginning of junior year. (laughs) (laughs) And it sounds so like. I think I remember. (laughs) It sounds so like shallow and basic, but it was just so much fun because we spent the entire day together and. We all had matching outfits and we all like took pictures and got dinner and went to Half Moon before. And I think those were just like- What was the my... theme? We were like, uh, there was no, I don't know what the actual theme of the dance was, but we had like these like sparkly silver shorts and white tops. And I don't know, it was just like so obnoxious, mm-hmm. but it was really just a lot of fun. <laughs> I said that's a very high school thing to do. Yeah, I was. I think it like sort of sums up like yeah. the fun of it, or like getting ready for hall balls or last hurrahs. Like we would all crowd into Nikki's room in the library, um, like all eight of us, and we would just get ready together. And 
I think those were always just like really fun. And I think at Trip we think a lot about the stress or like the work and stuff, but like those dances and stuff were always really fun. Yeah, I think hopefully looking back five years, 10 years, like later, we can still remember these moments. Yeah. Yeah. Because I, I think a concurrent theme that I feel is that like at least for me, sometimes you just get taken out of moment of like, the company of our friends uh, mm-hmm. and just focus too much on just grinding out academics to working on something yeah. else that isn't. And I mean, it is important. Important English is important. I no, spend I, more time I, with my friends. Yeah, no, I get it. It's like it's a hard balance because Cho is so stressful and like we all care about our grades and getting into college, but. I still think like it was a lot of fun um and I I think I had like <laughs> plenty of fun while I was here and yeah I don't know it's nice okay so thank you yeah thank you <laughs> okay. I'm excited to see thank what you. you come up with um I'll try to share the recording with you but it's probably going to be a very very big file so I'll put it into a Dropbox okay okay Thanks, Jaden. Have a good night. Bye. Bye.